Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And here we are with the health and wellness of the golden age. Another wonderful Friday and there's sunshine out today. We have had an overcast week, and it's going to be a beautiful day today. The moon was at the half halfway level, and it was pointing up, so we may not have any rain today. Uh, one of our guys here in Spartanburg told us that his grandfather used to kind of pretty well predict the weather, and it was how the moon faced. If it the half moon faced downward, that means that there was going to be rain coming. This morning when I saw it at around 5.30, it was facing a little bit upward, so the bucket's not going to release any water. The other way, it looks like a bucket. So it's very interesting. I've been pretty well able to tell when it was going to rain. But these overcast days, you just don't know if it's going to rain or not because there's no moon or sun. (laughs) So it does leave a quandary for you. However, this is the 10th of uh, November, two more um, months and 20 days, and we're at another new year. So it's a time flying, gang, really fast. I was just listening to a video that was on... Um, the, oh, who sent it? Oh, um, one of our gals here, Joyce here in South Carolina sent, and it was a guy talking about some of JFK's papers. Now, it's, my son is 53 or 54, let's see. He has to be 54. And because it's that long, and most of those people have died except for Bush, who was supposedly not there, but he seems to be the only American that doesn't know where he was when JFK got murdered. And more papers, 13,000 papers were released by the FOIA department, and they are... uh, not redacted. Hi, Lane. They were not redacted. So you're going to be able to see the real reading, but 13,000 papers or uh, documents. I don't know if it's individual documents or pages, so I'm using both terms. And there is also um, the FOIA department has been ordered to catch up with its backlog, and the guy who was doing this uh, video was saying it's dealing mostly with um, the demand to get paperwork or anything about Hillary's fraudulent email stuff. So you know that there's 
There's pressure coming down, fortunately, and finally. This fellow was very interesting. He um, had some very good points he brought out. I'll, uh, I'm going to make a note <laughs> to remember um, to send that email to you guys as a follow-up. I'm writing this down, follow-up, uh, video, say JFK. Uh, papers. And he also mentioned Trump and the fact of what we've talked kind of on before that uh, Trump has used one of the Kennedys, that I think it's a Robert Kennedy's son or grandson, uh, who is so into the vaccinations and the discoveries of what's going on and how it's so damaging everybody. And the, this young man was very interesting. He says, everybody's waking up at a different point, which we know because they're so blatant. And so many more people are getting maybe the vaccination thing. So they're protesting more. They're, maybe they're getting the ones about the, uh, definitely about the smart meters. That's coming along very nicely. We now have it here in the state of South Carolina, and I'd like to get it to the rest of you. The link called the InPower, I-N-P-O-W-E-R, movement.com. And that's very important because it is what we are demanding the Official politicians, your county and your city politicians, that they are liable for the damage that this corporation, the power company, is doing and that the power company is liable for all the damage to people, to their homes, their health, their animals, their property, to children, etc. So it's uh, it's about time. And uh, it was a very interesting, only 14 and a half minutes or so, and it had a lot of good points to listen to. So he, and he, he says, it's my opinion. We all have our opinion, and that is our right to be able to have opinions. However, you have to have knowledge to go along with that right. So that is the important part. And one of the things that, you know, I've explained to you that I have uh, been doing this health call on National Liberty Alliance. Well, one of their members, who is a very knowledgeable lady, and I'm attempting to get her on our program, sent me a three-part newsletter. And for some reason, two parts came out, but the third one I never seemed to get hold of, even though I attempted to print it. And it's about lead poisoning. And I got an education I never, I would never have connected these dots. And I'm I'm going to go through some of it to help you connect dots. All of us, I think, probably since the 70s and 80s, we've heard about lead paint being canceled. No one can paint their house with lead paint. Lead paint this, lead paint that, everything with lead paint, that, that, that. Well, it isn't just the lead paint. 
Lead, here is a definition. Lead is a protoplasmic poison, which means that it is a killing substance of living cells. Let's go back in history. All of our public transportation in the 20s and the 30s were electric streetcars or electric buses. And there was no emission. Electricity doesn't give an emission of gas. Hi, Arthur. It just (laughs) and it keeps you going. So what happened in the 40s, and I'm going to stay around the 40s. I don't know if it happened during the war or after the war because I don't have those facts. However, I do know the collusion that went on. And General Motors wanted to sell buses, and the gas companies, the big oil companies, wanted to sell gasoline. And we've already gone over in history about the fact of why there was prohibition. Before prohibition, people put water, alcohol, beer, anything into the into the quote-unquote gas tank to make those new cars run. And they did wonderfully. They didn't break down because they had wrong substance in them. They just poodled along because the motor was a combustion motor. All it needed was fuel to make the combustion start. Well, they the gas company, again, the oil companies, let me rephrase that, again, wanted to sell gasoline. So prohibition was put in to purely do that. And when FDR came in in the 30s, they didn't need prohibition anymore. So 60,000 people were able to vote prohibition out, which was a lie to begin with. Because it wasn't for the purpose. It was to save that drunken bum. Put a nickel in the drum, save a drunk, another drunken bum. That was Salvation Army's call. Well, it was to get us on gasoline. Fast forward, the trolley cars were taken out and replaced with General Motor buses with polluting gasoline and filled the air with all this pollution. So what's in the gasoline and why would I bring up gasoline? Lead is in gasoline. Think about it. Lead in gasoline. We have unleaded and leaded gasoline. uh, This lady's article said, if you think the gasoline is unleaded, think again. It has lead in it, just like anything else. You can't take everything out of it, otherwise you wouldn't have gasoline. So this is... What I'm working for you to have a visual of, we got hoodwinked into thinking lead paint was the causal reason for the brain damage. But it was little little teeny babies that might pick up the chip. It might be little um, um, teething toddlers that might chew on a windowsill. 
I myself have never chewed on a windowsill, and I don't think any of the rest of us have gone around chewing on windowsills as adults. However, when you look at what back in the you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and up into the 70s, I'm going to say, kind of with the question mark, we did not use air conditioning. Yes, we may have a fan in the window and move the air around, but we did not have central air. We had furnace air, we had um, forced air, we had radiator uh, heaters but no real air conditioning. So when people open their windows, they open the windows and all that traffic fumes. If you're on a busy street, you're going to get bus fumes. If you're on a busy street, you get all the gas from the cars fumes. They're filled with lead. We, didn't, we haven't had unleaded gasoline except maybe in the late 90s when they had changed the size of the nozzle going into your gas tank, and, and maybe it was early, but I'm, let's say 90s, and they had to change the little circle in the car tank so that you wouldn't put that bad one in, you'd put that unleaded in. So all the hocus pocus, it still had lead in it. What this lady found out in this newsletter and through her research, and she verifies it with footnotes. So she's not talking off the top of her, her head, as I sometimes have to, uh, on that NLA program. She found out that we're getting more lead from our car exhaust, bus exhaust, etc. Now, of course, they're trying to prevent the pollution, but we had... 40 and 50 and 60 years of pollution since those buses that were electric buses or trolley cars, as we call them, were removed. How much lead have we been breathing? How much lead is still exhibiting around us? She goes in here even about the uh, Milwaukee that there are lead mines in one section of Milwaukee, and then they have the airport in the other section. The north end has some lead mines, and the south section has the airport. Aviation gas is full of lead. And in those days, they did dump the airplane aviation gas out of the tanks before they landed. So the city got covered with the avgas, and the, the communities got covered with the aviation gas. I lived in Chicago, and we had the steel mills. I believe, and Colin, you can correct me, but I believe from my um, manufacturing class, lead has to go into steel to make it hard. Steel can melt. We found with the 911 that it went to ash if it's at a horrific temperature. We found that with the houses out in Napa. They all melted. The cars melted because the temperature was so high. That puts possibly lead into the air. 
how many of those people are going to get sicker. We are you really talking about don't... the? Yeah. Sorry. Are you talking about the fires that have been Napa. going on out there? Yeah, they were they were because started by a charge of some sort. Yeah, I I think things just disintegrated. They there's nothing left. There's nothing nothing left. Correct. That's the intent. That's that 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 to me tells me it's more than just lead in a gasoline. I mean, that oh, is more you're than You're missing that. my point. The, the lead is becomes a fume. What happened in those fires, uh, that isn't the discussion, what happened in those fires, they were so exorbitantly hot, you're absolutely right on, it totally melted. No, I'm That's not talking melting. I'm not talking no, melting. I'm I'm talking gone. But yet, other things correct. like trees that should have burned didn't. Correct. I think there right. was more than something going on other than lead in a gasoline and making these fires too hot. I think it's something totally different. Well, I don't think it's lead. In the product that was burned, there was lead. <laughs> you have your metal frames. You have uh, the other parts of the car had lead in it. What you're talking about is a whole different discussion and you're absolutely right. But there, there's lead there. But it's not the, the exorbitant amount. But every one of those cars became ashes. You're absolutely right. So no, they the, were showing a, cars that didn't do anything. What? They got a, there, there were pictures of cars where houses and everything else were totally gone. No framework, right. no nothing, but the, but some cars were still sitting there. Trees were still sitting there. Correct. It was, it, so, well, it depends upon where that shot went. If you saw that other video where there was a shot that came from the sky, and nobody seemed to follow where the shot came, but it was nighttime. That's the only reason they saw the shot. It, but it was a pulse of some sort that ignited that area. And you're right. There were fences. There were trees. Why? When there's a fire, it burns everything, a real fire. It burns everything in the road. But that takes us off the point with the lead poisoning that I'm dealing with is the issue of how much it affects our body, how much it affects us and what comes out. She has the symptoms of lead poisoning, and it's a very extensive. It's three columns, and it has the like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different specific areas, how it affects. I'm only going to read a couple of, two or three of them. Loss of abstract thinking, unclear thinking, learning disabilities. How many times do we feel like, I feel like I'm in a fog. There's a, another one here. Your central nervous system deterioration, brain damage. That's why they got rid of the lead paint. You can never get any lead paint today. In children, it is correlated to attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and antisocial behavior. In this article, these two parts that I did read, she talks about where there's these lead mines 
and many of them, hi Nikki, and many of them are showing that the lead mine, they, I guess they wash it out or something, they wash the water out, I don't know how to do mining of lead. And as I said last night, I've heard of the coal mines, the gold mines, the silver mines. I'd never really heard much about lead mines. So I really didn't know anything about it. However, up in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, they had lead mines. And whatever, the, how they ever wash out, I don't know what they do, but lead gets into Lake Michigan. I lived in Chicago. But for Milwaukee, they recycle that water and the city people are drinking lead in their water. We have fluoride. They have fluoride. Most places do have fluoride. So you're getting aluminum and possibly lead. So we've got to look at what we're ingesting at another level. And also it brings in <laughs> allergic reactions. She brings in a lot about brain damage. Pain in shins or calves tailbone accumulation, and that has an asterisk, and that asterisk referred to early stages of lead intoxication block the absorption of calcium, which shows in the right shin bone as a streak. So, and then she brought out something I was very effective when I was a child. We always had Growing pains. How many of us heard that? Oh, it's just growing pains. And she's saying childhood muscular cramps and spasms are not normal. If they were, we all would have had them. And that's true. In our family, we were tall. We were all tall kids, so they just took it as being growing pains. Well, they're not. And um, headaches, dizziness, drowsiness, confusion. So. Uh, I'm going to send these out so everybody can read it because I think it's very, very important. And part of maybe our addiction to sugar was addiction to addiction to sugar. Besides being candida albicans, is that lead tastes sweet. Children are especially susceptible to lead poisoning because of the amount of candy they consume. In the processing of cane sugar, it is polarized with lead, and the lead remains in the sugar. This makes candy a source of the intake of lead. After cane sugar is processed with lead, it is termed sugar of lead, lead to acetate. Technically, and it gives all the chemical, uh, the carbon and the hydrogen, a chemical compound. Sugar of lead is also known as lead diacetate. Columbus acetate, lead sugar, salt of Satan, Goulard's powder after Thomas Goulard. In uh, Latin, plumbum means lead and lead poisoning is plumbism. So there's uh, it's a Swedish taste made by treating lethargy. That's a lead to oxide. And it goes on. She has all these terms here. I don't want to keep giving misunderstood words out. But these two articles are very fascinating. And another one is that lead, lead takes, it loves the bones. And the blood lead, lead levels are an inaccurate re- 
indicator of the lead burden because the blood is just a tool for its movement. And we are we get a lot of leaching of the bone marrow because sometimes with our carbonated drinks, uh, what we used to call pop. Back in Illinois, we just called it pop, right, Martha? And now today they call it soda. Same thing, it's carbonated. And carbonation is very bad for your bones. I cannot have any because the, the fact that my bones have this crazy osteoporosis. But there's a word here that she uses going further that the, oh, let me finish this. Blood will carry the lead into our bone as the calcium's going out. High calcium, high lead, they say as they pass by each other. Um, but osteo is a word she used in here about the, uh, the, the many ways in which our body is affected by the lead. Lead is in the atmosphere. The burning of gasoline is the single largest source, 90% of lead in the atmosphere, and has been since the 20s. Now, I don't recall when prohibition went in, if anybody can look that up, but we had it for about 10 years or so, and that's when we were getting gasoline. Now, the old cars, they did not have perfect mufflers. They didn't have things that made, they would chug, chug, chug down the street. So they did have pollution, but it may have been beer, beer pollution or whiskey pollution or whatever they were using as their, their feed. So it's a, a very interesting phenomenon that has gone on since the 20s, and I had not realized it was then. She also brings out farm equipment for planting, cultivating, and harvesting is spewing lead over organic and inorganic plants. None of them are electric. They're all gas-fed. And again, the improvement of the motors has been over the many decades. When they started out, they puffed and smoked and scared off everything. So... And there's a lot of information here, and I, I'm going to send it out so you can read it at your leisure. I wanted to open the door so that much of this can be discussed so that you can have something else for us to talk about. Next week is how to save your health with minerals. So if you have any mineral information, please study it and bring it on next week because I think minerals is a... We're really lacking minerals. And I had my property manager, I said, oh, I take distilled water all the time. She said, you only drink it for 30 days. Well, uh, I've been drinking it for years. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I take my supplements. And I'm looking for something better, not just because it's, uh, of what she said. I am really looking for something there we go. We have been led yes. to believe. Dun, da, dun, dun. There you go, law fan. Our words are yes. so uh, multi-used. Wait. Just so, I, just so, wait. Go ahead, Orva. Just so that you know, distilled water is one of the most acidic waters, though. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm looking for <laughs> everything costs so much money, and since, uh, the IRS wants more of my money than I get. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm just letting you know. You know, you you should maybe just switch it up. You you could if you get the reverse osmosis water, that's probably the better. Um, I know there are people out there that don't think reverse osmosis is very good either, but I'd take it over. You know, you don't. The spring waters are good if you know that they're actually coming from a good spring, but we can't always know where it's coming from. But there again, read the label. I have found bottled water that says, <laughs> you know, the municipal tap or something like that. Going, right, what? right. What? But you, if if it says reverse osmosis is where, you know, is the... It's what it's gone through, then it's fairly and good. That, I still, I still run mine through a filter though, but which actually puts something else I in found, the water. I'm not sure what it is. But anyway, go ahead. I, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but I found a uh, a catalog book of eWater.com with Fred mm-hmm. Van Leeuwen. I know Colin is a great job. <clears throat> champion of him and I've got his shower stall uh, filter yeah, I, I would the, like it, to get that yeah and that's very good and he has one of these many tube like things that can go under your sink and he has a full house kind and he actually has a distiller I believe so there's an air purifier so there's a lot of stuff but if you go on ewater.com and he says the choice of healthcare professionals. And the reason that Fred got into the water thing was when his wife was carrying their child, I guess, and I'm, I'm vaguely remembering, I think she had a difficult time carrying the baby and or they just didn't like the water that was around them and where they lived. And he went on a great drive and research to find the best water filter or better best water for his new baby that was coming. Well, yeah, I thought I thought it had something, something to do with more of a child than his wife, but I could be wrong. I'm sorry it, for interrupting. It, you may but, be totally right, but I think the baby uh, he researched it before the baby came. I think, and they settled on something. They almost lost the baby still. Hmm. Is the way yeah, I he did. He did yeah, he did a lot okay. of research, and he he actually has this Quanta water, and I don't know if um anybody's ever tried it. I I have tried it, but I just haven't been able to go back and get more yet. But um, you you sip it for like every half hour or every hour, um, and it it is it really you can really feel a difference um, energetically and uh, I don't know it's it's been a while since I, I drank it it's been last year sometime but I do want to get some more but I've, I've heard that you know somebody that doesn't know the special water drinks the whole bottle of it they're like on cloud nine for you know days weeks <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but they, you yeah, know, you can't, 
you can't just drink a whole bottle of it. You have to do it in sips, and it's about every... I found out that doing it every half hour really goes through the water fast, but... Um, <clears throat> you can't it, make it at home? No. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, you know, how how it's made, but it goes through some kind of process that um, really puts a lot of really good stuff in it. Well, he has a pH plus liquid enhancer. Well, this is called uh, the his Quanto. Right. It's, what? It's, it's the Quanto water. It's a special yeah, I, water. He does he does have stuff that you can put in your water, but I think um, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, I won't stake my life life on this, but um, I think you drink the Quanta water first, get your system all balanced and and good, and then as an ongoing thing, there's the drops to put in the water that you know are not quite as expensive as buying the water. Water is pretty. That quanta water is pretty expensive. <clears throat> That's why I haven't been getting more of it yet. But um, yeah, he, yeah, he anyway. has a liquid enhancer here, mm-hmm. and he has some other things in. This is an old book that I think I got back when we were uh, in um, um, Kevin Trudeau's stuff. I think I got yeah. it on the. When I, we did that, uh, one of those cruises down in, out of mm-hmm. Florida. So I've kept it, and I found it just the other day because I keep it in my drawer where I have all my other books of information of, um, you know, if I buy a product uh, that needs has special rules and stuff, I keep a drawer for that. But uh, there's a lot of stuff for us to learn more about and I'd love to get your feedback on anything that and any topic you want to bring up. Oh, I have an announcement. Donnie, would you please are you still on? You may have Oh great. Donnie, could you make that announcement that I asked you to do regarding Jerry and Gerald? Please? Uh yes. Um I talked to him last night and uh they moved into assisted living, and uh, the children helped them move. And and uh, and then as a result of moving, just like for other people, then they couldn't find some of their uh, items. You know, that was a little frustrating for them. Uh, Jerry couldn't find her personal phone book, and you know how important it is to have your telephone numbers to look up to call people and but other than that, uh, they're uh, doing pretty good. Okay. So our Jerry and Gerald may not get on the call as easily, uh, and or Jerry get on the call as easily, and Danny was bringing her on so that she didn't have to have the numbers. But the do you have the number for uh, for her at the assisted living? It's the same. Oh, it is I, the same. Yeah, I called her on her home phone number, and she answered. Oh, great. Mm. Oh, great. I didn't know they could do that. Huh. Well, you transfer your number. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's good. Okay, but I wanted everybody to know that that's where they were because we 
when Jerry was on, we were giving her some tips as to the whys and the wherefores of not getting there, but they're kind of at the mercy of their kids at this point in time, which is too bad. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're all getting a little older. <laughs> well, how much assisted is it? What? How much assisted is it? Because some of those places, like my mom, who's in her 90s, who's 98, I think, um, wow. <clears throat> she's living on her own, and she's living in one of these apartment complexes that it just has, it's just rows and rows, you know, it's inside, but it's just rows and rows and rows of, um, and there's there's even an upper level, I think, too, of just, like one bedroom apartments. I don't know if there's two bedrooms or not. Um the one she has is just a one bedroom. Um but she does her own cooking, she, you know, goes out and walks the hallways with her you know, little walker thing that she can sit down on if she needs. She's had a couple of strokes, but she's um they they, on Sundays, there's a <clears throat> little chapel down the down the way. Of course, it's Mormons um, that she, you know, can go to church right there in the building. Doesn't have to go driving or anything. Because, well, we did have to take her keys away ever since she had her stroke. We weren't sure, so my sister took her keys away. But you know, she's she's okay as long as somebody can take her go do shopping and stuff like that. But. Um, so there's assisted living and there's assisted living. You know, right. so how assisted is it that they have? You know, I think you can still be pretty I mean, my mom was still driving when she first moved in there. In fact it was her, my dad, and my youngest sister who they have both passed away and so she's there by herself now. Um she was gonna have her her older sister move in with her. Um after they all passed away, but <laughs> she passed away then too. But she passed oh. away. I think she was either hundred or hundred and one. Wow. Yeah, I got long livers in my family. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I have an aunt. One of my mom's old, oldest sisters was. Um, she died at a hundred and six. Whoa. So. Yeah, and almost all of my all my grandparents died in their nineties. So I you know, there's they live long in my family. So I'm gonna be around for a while, so you just just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just deal with it, okay? <laughs> Good response, girlfriend. Good response. The way we have to uh, to say it, and that's a good point that you're bringing out. It absolutely does depend on what kind of environment you're going into. So, well, uh, I mean, are they still pretty much able to be on their own, do their own cooking and shopping and stuff? Because, I mean, a lot of places, some of these assisted living places are are geared to 
should give you a place to live where you don't have to do like yard maintenance. You don't have to keep up your your home. You don't have to do that kind of stuff. But you're still free to, you know, go do your shopping, go to church if you want to, go do recreational things if you want to. While there's others that supply all of your activities, supply all your food, supply everything to you, where you just, you know, go there and eat and sleep, really. Um, so it dep- I, I'm just wondering how how assisted is their living. <laughs> and that's a good question. Donnie, do you know that answer? Oh, yes. They, they still drive around. Uh, uh, Jerry st- still goes over to Drake University. Uh, I don't know what she does over there for her education, you know, but, uh, yeah, they uh, still get around and do quite a little bit. And, that's going to help keep me young. Yeah, yeah. Well, she goes to uh, to learn to read. That's what Jerry goes to. She has classes in reading because she feels that she doesn't uh, read well, which is very interesting. She's so articulate. It's really quite wonderful. So, uh, so that's it. That's great. That's great to hear. And and we'll get more from her as she feels more comfortable, you know, coming back out again, if she can do that. So thank you, Donnie, for bringing us up to a uh, date with this because our gal is important to us, and so is Jerry. They're both real fighters. It's a wonderful Wonderful opportunity we've all had just to even have them in our lives. So that's good. All right. So what does anybody else have that they want to share that's happened in their life that they think is really valuable for us to learn something? I yield. So I can comment on two things that you guys have talked about. Um, The living... uh, the um, nursing home situation. I uh, there's a facilitated living uh, program out here that I'd love to get Ray into for when I die. But the problem is, is that it is um, like very expensive. You have it's pretty much fifty four thousand dollars a year. But it's that apartment type uh, community, and with that choice. Uh, at that facility, uh, paying that amount per year, you can have, if you need it, like someone to help you bathe and dress and all that. You can have uh, a nurse come in or a uh, hour-by-hour employee that comes and stays with you and does things. So that would be ideal. And that kind of, okay, go ahead. Uh, good. That kind of living sit please. Uh, okay, good. That kind of living situation would be would be very good, uh, you know, and support life. Okay, go. But um, the kind of place that my mom was put into. Well, you need to go. Okay, because right now, the kind of place that my mom was put into was a nursing home, and. Uh, Everybody sits around in wheelchairs. Everybody gets lined up, you know, for their pill. You're treated like a hamster in a cage. 
Mm-hmm. And she didn't she didn't live longer than a year. Okay, okay Ray, go ahead. Okay. So uh, Okay, good. Uh, so uh, there is a big uh, a big difference. Uh, no bite and go. Uh, There's a big difference uh, in, in that. And I'm so sorry. My son has been having major uh, meltdown lately. Uh, okay, good job. Uh, Smile and go feel warm. But the other thing that I thought was really exciting yesterday is that I was listening to um I was listening to uh Alex Jones and he had a doctor on uh talking about their medicines and their different types of vitamin mineral supplements. And this doctor had just come off uh a eighteen day water only fast. And um and so a caller called in, and they were talking about this uh, this uh, supplement that this doctor has made and has been labeled, you know, for uh, Alex Jones to sell in his store. Uh, uh, not brain force, but life force something. Um, anyway, he made that, and he had just come off an 18-day water-only fast. And he is a doctor. And so one of the callers called in and said, well, nowadays we all know because the telomeres that are um, in your DNA or in your body, I, I can't be specific on it, but uh, I think they're linked to the chromosomes. I don't know. But anyway, they are what determine how long you live. So if you think, just picture an X cell that looks like an X, and at the tip of each one of those um, formations that form the, the X you know, visual is is some tissue called telomere, and that's what uh, controls your aging. So as you get older, your body stops producing the types of um, chemicals or whatever is needed to create those telomeres and make them longer or sustain or regenerate through cell generation. So the caller had said, what can I do to... Um, you know, to uh, slow down the effects of aging. And this doctor said that um, a water fast, a water-only fast of 18 days actually resets your body and tricks your body into thinking uh, now that all it needs to do is put all its energy into creating and strengthening the telomeres of your body. So it's like a reset to your body. I'd have to do some research on that myself, but that's a very affordable way to, you know, help the aging process slow down. Uh, I fast every day, all day long, uh, and have basically since I was a teenager, mainly because of necessity, living on my own and not having enough money to eat three meals a day. But because of that, I just got into the pattern. And I have read some studies that say that, uh, you know, uh, withholding food actually uh, gives you a, a greater longevity. So I know it would depend on the person, but it's worth some research and um and I think that's a great idea. I mean, you know, you go to try to buy a bottle of these supplements that help decrease aging, and then you have, you know, 80 or $90 a month to spend. 
if you can't afford that, then what do you do? How do you help yourself prevent that or slow down the aging process? So fasting is a good way to do that. And when he said that, uh, it, somebody had a question, well, what kind of water? Deionized, uh, mineral, you know, blah, 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 these different types of water. And and he said it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, ideally, you don't want to put toxin, you know, tap water. You don't want to drink tap water. But um, any kind of water, purified water, any kind of water that is not tap water, if you can just get through an 18-day fast, you can actually detox your body and, um, you know, and, and prolong or, or kickstart, so to speak, your um, longevity. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So Very think, good. Yeah, because it's so affordable. And yeah. one, of the, one of the people asked, well, yeah, but I've heard so many things about, you know, fasting. Tell me about your experience, both physical and psychological, because I've heard that some people um, kind of get a feeling of euphoria or high when they do this. Mm-hmm. And so he he explained it that, you know, he went through uh, some phases that, you know, at first it was uh, he felt very tired and like he just wanted to sleep a lot. But he said um, that didn't last very long. That was just like the first day. And he didn't really um, get a lot of, after the third day, he had no no longer cravings for food. And when he would get a craving for food in the third day, uh, you know, up to the third day, he would just drink more water. And mm-hmm. so um, he said, but what did happen after the third day is, instead of being tired and feeling like he just wanted to sleep, he said actually the reason he was doing that physiologically is because his body was targeting all the toxins in his body for excretion. And so most of his organs and everything that are normally used for, you know, getting through the day were just targeting detoxing the body. And after the third day, there wasn't anything left to detox. He was pretty much cleaned out. And then he did get a very, he said, I hate to use the word euphoria because it sounds kind of mystical. He said, but what I can say is that I felt a greater sense of love in my life. I had a greater need to focus on loving and caring and what that means in life. And I, in in that sense, became very spiritual in that I wanted to uh, focus on the good things that were around me and in other people. So... In a sense, when he was detoxing his body physiologically, he also was detoxing spiritually. So that was good. That's, um, that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and what, uh, um, what was it that you were using or he was using to get that kind of peace? Because what I've been talking about with the lead poisoning and the chemical trails, et cetera, are purposely here to keep us, I'm going to say, neurotic or complaining. There's a point in the article where some people are real complainers. They may be very heavily intoxicated, and this is not about alcohol. It's about the chemicals that are being ingested in our bodies. What did he say about that, or did he get into that? Yeah, he, um, on that Alex Jones program, and he's the one that, 
you know, developed all of their holistic and completely organic mineral supplements. He he said, he started off by saying, I realize there's so many toxins in the world. We have over 85 chemicals that are in our, um, that are not FDA approved, but that are in our body care things, lotions, hey. soaps. Okay, great. Lotion, soaps, yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And he said, and yeah. plus the chemtrails, he said, so our bodies are constantly being toxic and yeah. being exposed to it. And so he said, what the fasting does yeah. with the water only fast, okay, Ray, got it, is it just completely uh, empties out those toxins from your body. It's like a flush. So yeah. you're just washing your body from those toxins. And with that comes the greater clarity because those toxins okay. do affect you. Okay, we go. Yeah, yeah good. You got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I read, but it's very important for what you're saying because it goes along with what we're bringing forth is that we are being poisoned to a degree where it affects so much of what you're doing that we do have to be cognizant of it and right. be responsible. Go ahead, Orpha. Were you going to say something? No. Okay. I was putting you're, words You're in hearing my brain working, I guess. But I oh, the death of I'm sorry, Orpha. <laughs> That's the way I feel sometimes. I know there's something rattling around up there. <laughs> so this is this is great because what what we're really hearing is that so much of what we're querying is being actually studied by those that are ahead of us. And this is again the old line that this gentleman used in um uh, and in, in the smart meter stuff is about the fact that we've been waiting for you people. We're glad you're showing up. And this is really what's what's going on. We need to show up for our own body. We need to show up for our own uh, wellness. If we don't, we're the ones that are the losers. Because those other people are going to get stuff that they know will help them. So we, we've got to be Johnny on the spot with ourselves because this is not going to go away unless we take charge. So I encourage you all to take charge of what's going on in, our bo- in your body so that you know. I know with myself I'm doing the candida thing so that I can better know why is it that I'm having these different things that are happening? Why is my memory getting really shoddy at this stage? And it's all connected. There's dots all along the road for me to follow up and what I have to do. It's just that you, the patience. You said it, um, Elaine, about the the issue of the peace that the gentleman found. Well, that piece is so important because it makes you continue wanting to improve. And that's very, very viable for you and important because 
they get back to the main issue. They want us dumbed down. And this gentleman on the video I was telling you with the JFK uh, papers, the 13,000 being released, he also brought out the point that, and, and we, we kind of talk this all the time, is the fact that we're all connected. The vibrational energy connects all of us. And that's why our E uh, and the smile that Patty suggested we put on and the wonderful energy that we have when we finish these calls because it is imperative, absolutely imperative that good energy is put out to combat the old. Not that we have to combat it physically, but we are emotionally and psychological. And it all ties together. We're, we're in this for the, the long haul, and so we got to prepare ourselves. It's very, very important. So anybody else have something to add? I think this is great what you're bringing out, and I appreciate it because it makes us think some more. Anybody else? Okay, I can't stand quiet, so. (laughs) Silence is golden. I know, and I'm listening to the wheels go around and around. (laughs) So. uh, Well, I don't have any. Go ahead, 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 Elaine. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, um, my son um, has been uh, really violent uh, these past two days. I mean, very violent, very violent. Um, And I have had to um, receive bruises. Uh, I mean, it's been really bad. Now, I have just finished cooking up a batch of purple rice with uh, organic chicken and all organic vegetables and made a really nice you know, a dish that I can scoop up for him, you know, uh, it lasts a couple days. Healthy, good, healthy food. So I've been really focusing on his diet to kind of get him under control. Where I've been weak is that autism means keeping things um, on a schedule, doing repetitive things over and over again to create a sense of consistency in life. So everything's on a schedule. When we go out, I have been weak in this area because Ray, the end of his day after we go out before we come home is for him to get uh, a soda and a candy. And I say to myself, well, one soda, one candy a day. That's not so bad. And I'm giving him a little treat in life. Well, what they do now, if you look at the candy, if you don't have kids, you probably don't look at the candy. But they used to have just the regular candy bar, you know. Nowadays, it's really getting hard to find the regular size candy bar. Everything is king size. And if you look at the candy uh, calories or the caloric intake in them, it's like uh, 840 for a candy bar and 28-something carbohydrates and 20 grams of sugar and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So 
every time, even when I try to uh, pay attention um, and try to deviate and we'll get some gummies, something, or beef jerky or, you know, something. But every time I, I try to assist and, and just give up because I don't want to go through a fight and I want to give myself a break, and he ends up getting a dark chocolate candy bar. And so these past four something days, we've been eating extremely healthy because of his behavioral outburst. The doctor prescribed guapamin, guapamin, I don't know if I'm saying it right, guapamin, something like that. It's a traditional blood pressure medication, and um, there's not supposed to be any side side effects. And think of it, the only reason I have to go this way is because I can't afford the CBD stuff, and no doctor will support that unless I pay him $580 a visit. Can you afford that? Nobody can afford it. So Mm -hmm. I I can't go that way. Uh, and so I have to go medication. And so try this guapamin. It seems to be really helping. Uh, and then all of a sudden, boom, raise violence. And I mean violent, violent. I mean, really. <laughs> and I mean, pushing, pushing me against the walls and into the closet so he can have me against the wall and, and bruise me. You know, he tries to break my arms. Um, so pretty bad, pretty bad. And and I found out that it's because of candy. That's what's setting him off. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he has the uh, big, you know, king-sized candy bar uh, and it's dark chocolate, he goes crazy. So mm-hmm. um, the night before last, it was very violent. I mean, really bad. And I was Seriously, I'm very proud of myself. I didn't get angry. Uh, I didn't hurt him. I tried to restrain him or prevent him from hurting me without hurting him. Uh, I, you know, I used defensive measures that didn't hurt either of us. And I got out with some bruises and a a bent back toenail. But, um, you know, nothing broken. So everything's good there. And then I thought, okay, well, maybe tomorrow will be a better day. And yesterday morning, ah, same thing happened. So what does a parent do? So I thought, oh, well, my God. I mean, he's red, beat red in the face and like water running off the top of his head and just in a rage. And here I am against the wall, and he's pinching me where my arms are already bruised and sore. And so I'm thinking, I can't take this anymore. I'll call an ambulance. But I know if I do that, they're going to lock him up. Right. They're going to lock him up. And um, and then it's going to be worse because he's going to completely freak out and they're just going to drug him. And then the next step will be take him from his mom. She can't control him. Mm-hmm. So, so I got him calm. and But I thought maybe this is a reaction to medicine. So I got him calm and I took him to his primary care doctor and said, look at his face. It's beat red. I mean, he's calm now. Uh, I'll be right there. Uh, uh, he's uh, beat red, and he is, you know, uh, like uh, really, really awful. Look at all these bite marks. He's bit himself, and uh, <clears throat> the doctor wouldn't see him. Uh, I'll be right there. And so I said, well, 
When's the last time you had a blood workup, a full blood workup? Can you look in his chart and see when the last time it was he had that? Because I'm sure it's been quite a while ago. And and it, sure enough, it was 2015. So, mm-hmm. so I said, well, can you check his blood pressure? Can we, can he just have a nurse visit today? Let's see if his blood pressure is is really up high, and that's what's causing it. So basically, I'm on my own. I mean, this doctor does not want to do CBD. He's not supportive of that. Um, and I really do think that, you know, he would be just as happy for for me to just put railway and call it quits. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty much on my own and having to direct his care. You know, and so I said, well, if it's been 2015 since he's had a full blood workup and the blood, you know, tells you what's going on in the body, maybe we need to schedule an appointment for a physical workup. So it's like I have to be the doctor. Now, what if I didn't have that knowledge base? What if I was just some simple, oh, I love my doctor, I trust my doctor, I believe in my doctor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and doctor knows best. What if I was that kind of person? Ray would end up dead. You know, quickly. Elaine? Because he's not getting what he needs. Yeah. Have you looked for um, functional medicine doctors around your area? I took Ray. uh, I'm not sure what that is. Like, I don't know if that's holistic or what. Well, it's on on that, Mm -hmm. you know, a naturopath. All these, oh, yeah. you know, they're different different areas that they deal with, but and you even have to watch out for some of them too. I mean, I've run into some that you know are no better than my regular doctor. But look up on the internet. Um, there's there's you'll find even chiropractors. Some chiropractors are even into this. Um, well, not into. I mean that they go further than just chiropractic um they have they can really work with you and um find out what's really going on with them and then work with with you through his diet and things like that i tried um i don't mean to make this all about my issues but i did try a holistic doctor i pulled ray out of this current doctor and went to a holistic doctor, uh, and he was very into it. But here's the problem. He gave me all kinds of resources and wrote referrals, right? And one was a, a chiropractic MD, uh, because Ray does have scoliosis as well. And, and one was a chiropractic uh, MD that also works with nutrients and um, marijuana or CBD. Mm-hmm. But when I call him up, because... Yes, Ray, just a minute. Yes, Ray, just a minute. When I call him up uh, and say, okay, here he is and blah, 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 uh, Medicaid or the disability stuff that they give for people that are handicapped doesn't cover that. And so she said, well, it's 180 a visit, but Mm -hmm. if you're going to do out of pocket, we'll only do $80 a visit. Well, I can't afford it. And so everything that the holistic doctor that I went to, who is actually an MD but also focuses on 
natural naturopathic type stuff. He quit. He actually quit. He had started with a new medical group and he wanted to focus on that and it became just crazy. They had people coming in and out so fast there wasn't standing room. And then I got a letter. Uh, I hate to inform you, but um, I really want to focus on holistic health and I'm unable to do that with this medical group. So I will be leaving the group and you will need to find a new doctor. <coughs> so it's a to to try uh, counting mental health out here, which is where I'm just saying this and I'm sorry. All the crazies go. And it's a state-funded program where, you know, you, you go and they have really comprehensive services. And I talked with a, a doctor who has some clinics related to autism. And he knew a lot. And he said, have you tried CBD oil and, you know, this and that and this and that. And I said, oh, yes, I did. And I, I was up 20 milligrams and then it just quit working. And he goes, well, then you need to increase the dosage. And he says, you need to get a doctor to prescribe that. And um, I said, yeah, because I can't afford it. I I was paying uh, $90 a month for CBD oil for Ray. But then I needed more. I needed a higher dosage and I couldn't afford that. Okay, Ray. And... Um, so anyway, basically what happened is once he found out Ray's doctor doesn't support CBD treatment or holistic focuses, he just kind of backed off and he said, well, Guatemalan, this new kind of medicine, this should help him with his, you know, temper, with his anger. So I'm just back to ground zero with it all. It's just like, uh, God, <laughs> you know. I, yeah. That's the problem in the medical system. They just don't support homeopathic yeah. health. You know, it's all <clears throat> pharmaceutical. Have you um, tried, like, taking them off of gluten and even dairy? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, you know, yeah, taking them off of all of it and see if there's an improvement, and then after his system gets cleared out of it, then you can gradually add it back in, but it'll help tell you what what might be going on. Um, well, Ray has been drinking almond milk for years. Nothing, mm-hmm. no dairy. And I make okay. the non-GMO stuff, food, you know, stuff for him. Uh, 95% of his food is all non-GMO. Uh, and, and, that, and that's really good, but it can still have gluten in it. You know, your wheat, your barley, your rye. Yeah, I even Even corn, that. I found out. Even corn, I found out, has gluten. I'm going, mm-hmm. what the heck? Um, yeah, I can say that I, it is cut substantially, but not completely mm-hmm. cleared because it comes to down to a money thing again. I mean, you know, I'm on a budget. I can't afford to buy all, everything like that. But I can tell you that, uh, you know, just conservatively and truthfully, 75% of his diet, whether it's drink, you know, liquid or solid, is non-GMO, non-gluten, non-wheat, all the stuff you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's those candy. There there are those, well, candy probably is part of it. But you might find, um, I know they do some testing to find out what foods cause issues, you know, in, in your body. And everybody's different. You know, what, what affects me may not affect you and vice versa. Um, and you may find, you know, something that he's been eating all along that you thought was perfectly fine, that he's got some type of a, I guess you could call it an allergy um, to it that uh, he's reacting with. And you never even knew it. I don't know how much these tests cost. It would be a one-time thing to take him to get it, but it'll go through, you know, it'll have different levels. Like a number three level would be the really bad stuff, you know. And I, when I'm saying that, I mean the stuff that his body is really reactive to. You know, he should absolutely not eat this stuff. Otherwise, he would, you know, react to it. And I'm And I'm talking he he might have a reaction to broccoli that you don't know he's having a reaction to i'm just saying it can mm-hmm. be good food it can be um you know not just the candy and then they'll yeah. have a level two which is also reactive but not quite as much as the level three and then a level one is is a low reaction you know I and I don't know what kind of reactions would give it to you, and there then there's the no reactive, you know, where he's he's good to go with any of it, you know. And yeah. I like I said, I don't know what these tests cost, but um, I got the Doctor Axe program, and so I'm on their Facebook page, and I'm constantly reading about people, you know, you know, they get on there and they tell what their issue is and want help from the group and I'm constantly seeing people going for these tests and um <clears throat> but they never mention how much they cost. But um Well when Ray was when Ray was little, uh and I was a brand new mom, you know, all heroic to save my autistic kids, uh, and looking for any and everything I could do to help him. Uh I did pay for antigen testing. And I'm talking, mm-hmm. this is this is when he was like a year and a half old. And I actually had to give him shots in his bottom every night. But what they told me is um, that he is allergic to everything. And that the only way to get an antigen for him would be in, to go to Europe. Because in Europe is the only place that makes that type of antigen but that he is allergic to everything, everything, <laughs> you know, that yes. there's not one thing he didn't have a reaction to. Yeah. And that, did yeah, they ever give you a them. printout? Did they give you a printout and a list of the foods and stuff that, you know, because there should be a list where you can look at it and say, oh, my gosh, I feed him all this stuff. And he's having a reaction, but these foods down here, okay, I can feed those to him. So let me, you know, put my thinking cap on. Um, well, I wish I'd be more Gals, Gals, can I interrupt and, and read you something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because earlier, before you both got on, or you came on a little bit later, uh, Orpha, 
but Elaine heard some of it. But it it is about the lead document. I was taught uh, lead information and lead case sweets. Children are especially susceptible to lead poisoning because of the amount of candy they consume in the pro- Whoops. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to her microphone. Guess yeah. we'll just wait. Um, but while she's coming back, um, yeah, I've, I'd like to know what these tests cost. And my, my sisters have um, had these tests done. I ought to talk to them find out what what the cost but um and it lists every food you know like my sister found out that her husband and this is just one thing that you know the but the only thing I can remember off the top of my head is you know the mold that fold that forms on onions after they sit for a while that yeah. mold he was allergic to um <clears throat> you know so it might be things that you you, do, you don't even think of but I, and I don't mean to be, you know, dismissive of what the doctors said, but for them to just put a blanket out there, he's allergic to everything. That was rude. I apologize. You, Are you all <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to finish Some this one statement. On. I, I got a call, and this is the call I'm getting lately. We have been trying to reach you to make certain you use your car warranty. It is about to run out. I don't have a car with a warranty, Dodo. So, uh, but back to what I was saying. How far did you hear? About candy and chocolate and then it stopped. Lead poisoning and candy. Okay, in the processing of cane sugar, it is polarized or pulverized with lead, and the lead remains in the sugar. This makes candy a source of the intake of lead. After cane sugar is processed with lead, it is termed sugar of lead. Sugar of lead is also known as lead diacetate, and it goes into other chemicals' names. The the lead to acetate is a white crystalline substance with the Swedish taste made by the treating by treating lethargy lead to oxide and with acetate P, PB oxygen with acetate acid. Like other lead compounds, it is very toxic. Now I'm going to go back to what lead does. Lead in children is correlated to attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and antisocial behavior. Another one, mental retardation from children of workers engaged in occupations exposed to lead. Now, I prefaced all this with the fact that lead paint was in all of our homes and back in the the 40s, uh, 30s, 40s, 50s. They painted with lead paint. It was an easy thing to do. And in the 70s, lead paint became the poison for infant but all that period of time uh, all through those decades we never had full house air conditioning what people did is they lift their windows up 
and they even say in this article, the paint would chip off, but what came in the window was not cool air, it was lead-laden air. It was full of lead. And I know Ray was born, what is he, 24-something? So he's been around everything. But you, he was raised in Los Angeles. That is a huge lead factory. You and I know how heavy the traffic is out there. So we've got to look at the candy he's eating has got lead in it. He has breathed and has been nourished with lead. No fault to you, Elaine, please. I have the same thing. I grew up in Chicago with the steel mills. We got lead poisoning. I'm having some of the symptoms, very heavily the symptoms of what this lead does to us. What they also, she also found, this is a very good article. I am going to send it out to everybody so you can read it. But there is an article in here, a part of the article, which says about water and that if you use the, if you have a blood test, and you fast with water before you do the blood yeah. test, you'll never show the lead. Because yeah. lead is not soluble in water. It flows with the water. So lead will go into your bones. It loves bones while the calcium is coming out. <coughs> Change of places. So, and it is lead on the brain shaping the personality. Bone calcium deficiency from the intake of lead is visible within the personality. Personality changes are early warning signs. Individuals tend to see the glass as half empty, the negative viewpoint. Instead of a full, half full, the positive viewpoint. If you cannot be positive, you cannot move forward in life. These people complain of such phrases as, your hair is a mess. Nothing but rain. I would not have done that. It's too hot. None of these phrases represent fact. Too hot is subjective concept that varies. An individual living in the Sahara Desert perceives too hot much differently than a Wisconsinite. <laughs> Eventually, for those who complain, nothing is acceptable, nothing is right. How many people do you know that are like that? Complaining is an easily recognized sign of osteo. Here's the word I wanted to get earlier. Osteo, or bone problem. And lead is one of its noted triggers. When the personality is content with all things, the events in one's life, one's identity and future, the individual sees, pardon me, no reason to complain or to criticize, pardon me, or to tell others what to do. Balance is walking through life, standing tall without a bent over spine or words of negativism. A balanced bone system without lead represents a personality that displays confidence and ease of adaptability without insecurities, fears, and anxieties. And you watch, watch um, Ray's body posture. See how it's standing. My young son. Patrick is using a walker. He is 50 years old. 
His body is bent over. He's fallen from it. And I'm saying he might have osteoporosis, which is what I have. And I am finding a great deal of problem keeping my body straight. So, and, and again, we're from Chicago. He was born on the south side far enough, and by the time he was born, et cetera, the steel mills weren't belching like they were when we were kids. And we were on the south end of Chicago. We were uh, at least, as a bird flies, 10 miles. So we're still a pretty good distance. But the lead stays in the air. It carries over a large area. Same with uh, the, all these chemical trails that we go on over our heads. They've got aluminum in them. All of it is affecting our personalities, our blood. If you do a blood test, do not fast them on water. Make certain check for lead in his blood. Well, good. I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm thinking that that's that's the right um, step or thought that I had to get a full blood workup and see what's really going on. Correct. Because yeah, th- there's definitely some toxicity, and you know I know I'm not perfect, but seriously, I really do work at controlling his diet and what he's putting in his body. But you're being yeah. fought against, just what Orpha was saying. And and it, you can be the perfect mom and, and, and be ultra perfect and give him all the best food, but you're being fought against with the water, with what they make the food with. Even if it's, if it's organic, there's the farmers going around in the fields they're dumping lead on the organic food also. And it doesn't wash off. And I'm so, I'm not gonna be a naysayer here. I mean I I totally agree with what you're talking about, Wonder. And that's really <clears throat> however, what you're talking about is something that's kind of beyond our control. We can't control the water, we can't control the air, we can't, you know, do these other things, but there are what my point was being was that the foods that we eat, yes, the more GMO and the more organic you can get, the more gluten free, the better off you're going to be. And that's that's a a lesson in itself. Just trying to go to the grocery store. But what I'm what I'm saying, this test that I was talking about, finds out what. Your chemistry, your your personal chemistry, how it reacts to certain kinds of foods, and I'm right. and I'm I'm talking about other than the lead that's in it, the you know the stuff that we we can't do anything about. You know, we can't do anything about the chemtrails that fly overhead. You know, we can only deal with what we can deal with, and. You know, people just have certain reactions to certain foods. And these tests, you can find out what foods you're reactive to. Right. And in, I don't and in your, your case, will do it. pardon? I, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I didn't hear what you said. You, uh, this, you doctor, this doctor is just... He's a system bot doctor. I mean, he's got a good heart. He's 
but he's motivated by what fills his pockets and what kind of a claim he could get in the medical industry. And he is not going to, you know, he is not going to, he's going to do what's best for the system. Well, Uh then you got to get a new doctor. I'm sorry to say it, you know. I happen to look out my doctor that I've got. He is a definitely traditional doctor. He prescribes drugs and all that. But he does, he he leans kind of towards diet and things of that nature. He last time I went to him, he he suggested some essential oils. So I'm having I've got this feeling he's kind of leaning towards you know getting away from the traditional medicine. So I'm kind of keeping an eye on him, watching what he's doing. But um, you know, there's if your doctor is not you know. One thing we keep forgetting is the doctor works for us, not mm-hmm. the other way around. Who's getting, just think about who's getting paid, you or him? Yep. He's getting well, paid, so he works for you. And if he's not doing what you need him to be doing, then you need to get on that internet and start searching for somebody else who will. And the, you know, uh, See if you can get any recommendations, like through Dr. Marcola or something. You know, these people are out there that are willing to help. Um, I mean, I I ran into this one guy that was I was at a gym function, and he was doing the muscle testing and and whatnot. And Fred Van Lu, wasn't it? Well, Fred Van Lu does it. He's he's more known for it. But um, I don't know if you remember the Mortar Brothers, Tom and Ted Mortar. Oh yeah, yeah, they were chiropractors. They, yeah, yeah, they did the muscle testing, and mm-hmm. and this guy got trained some the same way they did. I guess I don't know. I don't think so because he was totally wrong in the way he did this, but. When I got up there, he, you know, he was doing a, a free, you know, muscle testing for everybody that wanted to, you know, come over. Of course, then he was giving out his his uh, office phone number and everything, you know, to get business, which is fine, yeah. I guess. But I found out that he charges six hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. No, thank you. You know, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't justify paying you six hundred dollars. And then he told me that, um, first of all, as he asked the questions, he was speaking in a foreign language. And I'm going, you're kidding me, right? I'm supposed to know what you're saying. And he told me, oh, well, you're you're deficient in calcium. <laughs> I am no way deficient in calcium. <laughs> I've got so much, you know... I, I'm not overly cal- calcium, but never had a broken bone. Never, you know, my bones are straight, you know, and everything. I'm no, I don't agree with you. Um, it, it was just, it just all felt so wrong to me the way he was doing it. Um, but 
I mean, so they're out there too, these ones that aren't very good functional medicine people. But there are good ones out there. And those are the ones you need to try and find. I don't know if, I know you're pretty isolated where you are. Um, it may it may start with just a phone call. I have heard of some people that are, you know, help help work with you even long distance. You know, they're. Uh, oh, I I I just read about this one just recently, and I don't remember exactly. You know, there wasn't a whole lot said, but. I'm just saying they're out there. Um, it's going to take some work to find them, but if they're not giving you what you need, if they're not helping Ray, you need to find somebody else. Because we are so we are so caught up in the thinking that oh well, he's my doctor. What he says is is gospel. You know mm-hmm. what he says. I have to follow. No, you don't. Yeah, I you find somebody uh, else, you know. And I'm and I'm not trying to put down your doctor or anything. I'm just saying, you know, it, it, from what I'm hearing, you're unhappy with him. So well, find somebody else. Is, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you're right. Uh, he is uh, the only. This is the only medical clinic where I live. The only. If no. I want to go. And he did recommend that I go, you know, to Albuquerque. Albuquerque is a um, hundred plus miles from me, which means go to Albuquerque, stay in a motel, spend a bunch of money. Plus, Ray's autistic, doesn't like all that change. I can't afford it. Bottom line. So, you know, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. You you I'll wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to travel that. I know. I mean, I I understand a hundred miles. A lot of times, that's how far I have to travel. But I can usually do that in a day. I don't have to stay in a motel if I go. Is there no way you could do that? Well, I know. What they I know do, it's difficult with Ray. Go ahead. What? Sorry. Okay. What they want to do yeah. is um, send them to a psychiatric clinic. Yeah. Okay, Ray. And have him stay there, you know, for several days. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to do all this blood tests and, and all this stuff and prescribe drugs. <laughs> so here's some good and bad news that I don't know. We'll see. But I will uh, take heed to what you say. I used to be more proactive for Ray uh, as the years have gone by. And, I, you know, I, I thought with all the dedication I put into him and his development in the early years that now would be a piece of cake. You know, he'd be, I hate to say it, but well-trained and manageable. And um, all of that behavior stuff, no bite. That I uh, spent, like, at UCLA, I mean, comprehensive behavioral training. Regimented, yes, Ray, I'll be right there. Regimented behavioral stuff that I implemented for 20 plus years, you know, at the sacrifice of my own life, meaning I had to, it was so labor intensive, I had time for nothing else. And I thought that was going to be it, that I was going to take care of it in this time. And it's not working. 
So um, back to the drawing board. And, you know, maybe I need to be more proactive, but here's what I can say, and I'm sorry about this, but I got a knock at my door last Monday, or this Monday, and um, it was the police. Now, I had put up new solar lights in the backyard because when I got Ray's new dog, uh, the neighbor said, I'll kill that white dog. Well, they already beat my other dog to where I had to put her down. So I fortified the gate, you know, made sure there's no way for him to dig out. I never leave him out there alone, and I put solar lights up in the back. So, uh, you know, to make sure there's no dark corners that they can hide in and do any damage. So uh, after I put those up, I went out the next morning, and one of the solar lights, the the solar panel on it was popped out. So I thought, oh, my God, how does that happen? The other one right next to it's not popped out, so how does that happen? So I went and looked at my video cameras, and sure enough, you can see a screwdriver coming between the slats, jabbing at this thing. So I, you know, shit, <laughs> pardon my French, but that was my thought. And so I I called the sheriff and I said, you know, I've had this happen. All I'm asking for is a patrol at night. So that I'll be right there, go find it. So that you know, you can patrol between twelve and one AM. That's when all this happens. And I I found out that the state police don't patrol after twelve and so but the sheriff does, so can you send a should patrol out. And so they said, well, we can send an officer by to talk to you about it. Not what I really wanted, but better than nothing. And so I said, okay, really, I'm just looking for a patrol because my solar lights have been damaged again. So the sheriff comes out. He wants to see the video. He sees the damage. He wants to see the video. He comes in, raised here. Ray is right away, goodbye, goodbye, leave, goodbye, goodbye, leave, you know, and then walking up with his iPad, freaking out the sheriff, sheriff's asking questions, what is he holding? And so I'm supposed to look through, you know, timestamp videos that start at 12 and last to 140 to find that particular video where I saw the screwdriver coming through the fence and jabbing at that light. But Ray won't stop interrupting. And the cop is now distracted with Ray. So he says, look, let's just go out and see the damage. So he never sees the video because of Ray. So um, we go look at the damage. He says, okay, I'll have him patrol. Well, I didn't want a cop car in my driveway because right away the neighbor stopped coming over for a couple of days so that nothing's happening. So so Monday, this Monday, I get a knock at my door. It's the state police. And there's two of them. One is the officer that initially accused me of being mentally ill or on medication, which I'm not. Uh, and so there's another officer. They come in. It's a mental health crisis officer. And they're asking me if basically if I'm insane or not. Are you on medication? 
Do you have any, do you ever wonder why you're seeing things that nobody else is seeing? Why do you feel this is happening? You know? And I told her, I said, look, I don't look for things to happen, but what I see is damage, a lot of damage, costing me a lot of money. And when I see damage, I look on my cameras to try to determine how it occurs. Now, I can see movement and shadows that, you know, related to that area of damage, but you're saying you need clear face shots, which I can't give you. So why people are not seeing what I'm seeing, I have no clue. Surely you can see the damage. So, you know, basically after they left, the neighbor comes out on the back. This is how evil. And he just laughs and cracks us. He's just laughing and cracking us. Because how in the world does he know that, you know, that this is a mental health crisis operator who's at my door with the police. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy is just deviant. So at this point, I mean, my God, I'm dealing with Ray. I'm trying to get him in sync. I can't get support for the doctors. I've got police controlling or assisting criminal neighbors. I mean, the whole bit is just like insane. But do I feel overly stressed and helpless and blah, blah, blah? No, because, you know, my higher power, my sense of consciousness, my intuitiveness is guiding me through every single day. Just like yesterday with Ray when he was, um, you know, really violent. And I thought, oh, my God, he's hurting me again and I'm already hurt and I don't want to be hurt anymore. And my emotion wanted to say, you know, ship him off to the hospital and to hell with it. I mean, you get that way when you're dealing with this kind of injury. But I love him. He's my son. And before I reacted, my consciousness, you know, here's what will happen if you take him to the hospital. 72-hour lockdown, drug medication, they won't find a solution, then they'll dump him back off on you or say that you can't take care of them. You're not going to be helping them that way. So, you know, thank God for that. Uh, mind over matter. And when your mind is connected to your consciousness and a heart of love, there's power there. So I feel one step ahead through the whole process. But I tell you, it's really hell. I wish we lived in a world that loved that consciousness. But we live in a polluted world. And it's polluted through cubicles, through the perceptions of others, through deceit, just pure evil. So, you know, fight the good fight. Stay accountable to yourself. You know, this is what I tell myself. Fight the good fight. Do what's right. You know you can. And try to stay ahead of the game that is corruption all around you. So that's I'm, about it. I'm a, I'm a little worried for you, though. You know, because I don't know how big or small you are or how big or small Ray is, but if he's much larger than you and he's doing this damage to you, <laughs> you know, I know. there, could, there mm-hmm. could come a point where you won't be able to 
you know, and he's he's not intentionally hurting you. I think it, there's something that is causing him, and you may be attributing it to the, um, like when you buy buy him a pop, does it um, is it a diet or not? It's always a sugar-free diet. So I know that's garbage still, but. You know, well, I feel like check, check to we. I um. One thing that I learned, my see, I had a mentally challenged sister and a sister-in-law, and my mother-in-law would not let her. You know, she always got her pop, but she always got her diet right, because diet right does not have aspartame in it. Oh, I didn't know that. that Yeah, Diet Right Cola does not have aspartame. And what she found out was aspartame works differently on mentally challenged people. Um, Uh It it has a different reaction with them. So you might try that. You know, if you're getting them Diet Pop, Look for diet right, and it is still out there, you know. But it's um, it they don't use aspartame in their diet right cola. Well, so that, I will. that might be an option, you know. He may be having a reaction to that aspartame in it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll have to check that. I didn't know that, but I'll tell you. Um, if it continues, I mean, I've got to get a handle on this. And I just wish that uh, the system wasn't so geared to money because they want to put these people in nursing homes and mental hospitals. And, and yes, they have... Out. Pardon me? And drug them out so they are not in anybody's way. That's right. Now, and that's... Right. I, I there's another suggestion, um, and I've seen this firsthand. I mean, ever since I, you know, met my husband, I also saw how his older sister <clears throat> was. Um, I don't like to say dealt with, but handled. Um, she, first of all, she wasn't living at home. They um, did this because. You know, if anything ever happened to mom or dad, then her whole life wouldn't be disrupted. But she was in what they call a a resident home. And it's more like a home situation. There's staff there all the time. The... Men are on one, you know, wing, and the women are on the other wing. But they interact with each other. They have people around that are um, that they can work with. But there's trained staff there to handle. And trust me, some of these people would, you know, get violent. My sister-in-law would get violent sometimes. And <clears throat> her, one of her reactive things to. You know, when she was mad and she was, you know, going to show you, she'd take all of her clothes off and stand at the window, you know, stark naked. (laughs) You know, it's like, wait a minute, you can't be doing this, you know. Um, She also had a tendency to 
to steal things. Um, we were always having, every time we'd you know, bring her home, we'd have to go through her suitcase before she left because inevitably she had taken something and put it in her suitcase. Um, and she, I mean, most of the time she was okay with that, but there are times that she got very upset when we were going to take her, you know, look through her purse, look through her suitcase and stuff. Um, but as a general rule, as a general rule, though, she was not too bad off. They, they didn't have them drugged up. They, you know, they did, however, put the, the women on birth control, which my mother-in-law really got mad about. Um, but yeah, why would you need that? Well, because they let you know if if a guy and a girl wants to get together, hey, they they should be able to do that, you know. <laughs> and they don't want these women getting pregnant. But well, they had the same theory too, you know. Well, we don't lock up our drawers with knives in them because they're adults. They they should be able to get a knife if they want to. I'm going and. What world are you in right now? You know, I mean. Well, that's the thing. Seriously, Ray. But Ray. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I wish uh, I was in. Well, just just a little bit bit more here. The, but the it's not a nursing home. It's not assisted living. It's an and it's an actual, um, home. Right now, ever since my husband passed away, his sisters took her. And moved her to Indiana, which was fine, but um, she's now in another one of those homes, but there's only like three residents. So it's it's a little bit more one-on-one. The ones that mom had her in, um, they were larger. But, but they would have, you know, Christmas parties, and they would have... Um, you know that they, they celebrate all the all the holidays, and they would invite the families to come. They would cook meals. It used to be that you could bring home cooked food to you know, you know, kind of like a potluck thing. You you know help bring the food, but then they said no, we can't. You know the laws changed. Of course, that's to make sure you eat their junk food, but you have to. You could only bring store bought food to the event but my point my point being is that I see you might need some help (laughs) and this might be a this might be an option for you I don't know how close there are but you know her her um well she she would get a you know from dad's pension she was she had her own pension from it, you know. Um, when I being die, di- being disabled. Go ahead. When I die, my pension goes to Ray. So, yeah. you know. And, and that's good. Mm-hmm. But what my point being is when you die, his world is going to be totally upside down. Yeah. And he is not, he's going to be all of a sudden in a totally strange a uh, living situation. Um, it's you might want it. It will be, but you might be able to help offset that 
by introducing that to him now, especially since he is starting to become violent towards you, you would have mm-hmm. some help. You would have a little bit of you know relief too. But knowing that he's still being taken care of, and you can go there and visit any time you want, you know, maybe one day a week to start off with, just to introduce him to this. Um, I'm, I've, yeah, I've been I down the road. Saying. Yeah, I've been down um, the road, so I, I, I feel for you, and I, because I've seen my sister-in-law get violent towards dad and mom. I'm <laughs> going, whoa. This is, you know, this isn't good. Well, the, problem is, the problem with Ray's condition is that when I took him to Tri-County Mental Health and they uh, did some evaluation and read this huge long form, I had to fill out several, like, 20 pages all about Ray. Um, he's five years old. And, and yes, no fine. And social, social, I'm coming in. And social, I'll be right in. Socially, emotionally, he is three. Uh, physiologically, his body is hormones. I'll be right in. He is a man, and so what? He's, what? What's going on is he's got all this testosterone stuff. Be right there, more rain. All this to waterproof. He's got all this testosterone stuff going on. And mentally, he's incapable of handling it. Right. So, so we've had two days of him literally trying to break my arms and hurt me. And then he woke up this morning, you know, and came to me kissing me, saying, I'm sorry, and kissing all the places that he hurt. So mm-hmm. it's like now he realizes, wow, I really hurt my mom. I shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, he doesn't understand why he's doing what he's doing. Right. So he's not like your your your. He doesn't even have that sense of possessiveness. These are my things. Leave them alone. He doesn't. That's a cognitive level that he does not have. But and what I what can I, tell you is this crisis. Uh, you know, I mean, God, I'm at the mercy of everybody in this situation but this crisis uh deputy that came over she's a police officer a sergeant after she saw ray and saw what i was dealing with and i answered all her questions she said i look at your fence and i can see some areas that are not naturally occurring i can see that this damage that is happening is not naturally occurring i believe you in that but without any proof there's nothing we can do but what i'm more concerned with is is the stress that you're under and the support that you need she said it seems like you've given your whole life to your son and there's no time for you and everybody needs time for them and then she mentioned a program called autism speaks well that's a good program. It's a national organization. They have lots of money. There's nothing like that out here. So I came out here to a remote area where there is not the mentality of care that is needed. So she said she was going to check around and see uh, if there's any kind of resources 
that can be made available to help out in this situation. Maybe she'll come back with some good news. But um, I don't think that they think I'm crazy. Uh, I know that they think I'm dealing with a very difficult situation, and on top of it, I've got an idiot neighbor, you know. So, so maybe they can get him to, you know, buzz off or mind his own business or get a life, do whatever it is that he needs to do to get himself in check so that I can focus on what I need to do for Ray. Mm -hmm. So we'll just just have to see where it goes, you know. Yeah, I I was just giving the idea of the resident home because the the people there are are people like Ray, are people like my sister-in-law, are people like my, my sister, although my mom chose to keep her at home. Uh, being Mormon, they can't seem to find, you know, <laughs> places good enough, I guess. I don't know. Um, but they're very well treated there. I mean, they if a doctor prescribes some medicine, yeah, they would make sure that they got their medicine. But they, they don't, you know, put them through. It's not them putting, it's not them that would be putting Ray through a vigorous, you know, testing and and getting them all drugged up. That's whatever your doctor is. But um, and you and you you have a say so because you're his legal guardian. You're his yeah. Plus, you're his mom. You know, you have mm-hmm. a say so, not the home. But the right. it's not a nursing home where they line them up in wheelchairs and and give them their medication and put them back to bed. It's not that kind of a situation. They're mm-hmm. active. They they. Take the the people places the ones that can go. I mean, there are some that the the more handicapped ones are in a more of a separate type of home, so that they're dealing with they they have to be able to focus their attention on a, on certain disabilities, and so the more disabled someone is, it's like if they're you know, can't do anything but sit in a wheelchair and, and drool because of their situation, then they're going to be put in a home that deals with that um, level rather than with ones that are up and active and can dress themselves and can eat, you know, themselves. But I I really, in fact, I tried to talk my parents into having my sister, you know, kind of there in one of those places but they didn't want to do that and that's fine my sister wound up I I was afraid my parents might pass away before she did but um, she passed away anyway after my dad but I'm just trying to give you another alternative you know to gradually get him um, seeing something different and not be so shocked and uprooted, at the, you know, if something were to happen to you, then he's all of a sudden, you know, out there in limbo and has no clues to what to do. But if you introduce him to it, like like I said, like one day a week, not only would that help him get used to something else, I mean, you know, talk to him like it's, it'll be a, a, a little vacation for him or a little trip that he gets you know, to go on and meet some other people and, you know, 
to get them, you know, used to that and give you a day off. You know, I know I've I've been in the caregiver situation too many times and I know the stress that it can cause and I feel for you and you could use that day off once a week, you know, (laughs) just to have your me time. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I, I have to kind of um, stop the program because I have to go to school and they're doing a a modeling thing. But all of what you've been saying to Elaine has been wonderful advice, having gone through it myself with uh, my son. So I'm glad you've you've gone through it that well, Orpha, to give her some advice. But... And maybe we can take it up next week and, you know, get more ideas. And maybe, Elaine, you can look into more things in what um, they have there in New Mexico. So it, it might be something may come of it, and that's the important thing. That's so good for you. So, But I do have to go. I, uh, it's, okay. I have to be there before uh, 12 o'clock noon here. So we can uh, close the program for today, but let us keep those ideas that you've got rattling around in our heads so they can maybe give some uh, very good feedback in, in the future. Okay. Is that okay? Just remember the Diet Right Cola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Diet Right sure. Cola. I didn't know that. So that was yeah. great job. Great information. I thought they all had aspartame. Now, so. that's the only I'm one. That's, that's okay. the only one we were able to find that didn't. Was diet right? And how cold. long ago was that? Oh goodness! Oh, I met. I met my husband back in 1977. <laughs> so. Well, it may have changed since then. Well, just read the just read the ingredients. Just read the ingredients. That's all you got to do. If you know, but that was the only pop we could find that did not have aspartame in it. Uh, interesting. Okay, well, let's uh, close up the show. It's 11-11 on the 10th, so I will uh, get our follow-up newsletter out this evening or later this afternoon. And I uh, let's just do our ho-ho-pono-pono and be grateful for what we have today and send that energy out to everybody. Southeast Michigan is on. Welcome, Southeast Michigan. I hope you enjoyed uh, or you got on late, but you can listen to the recording if you go on our um, ID number, 118670. You'll be able to listen to today's program because it was about lead poisoning and special needs of special young men and women. So there's a lot we do talk about on this program. So, uh, Orphe, do you want to start us with the Ho'oponopono? Sure. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Elaine, would you like to do another one of the rounds? Sure. Um, 
Please forgive me. Please, Please forgive me. me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I love you. I, I love, love you. you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I I love you. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. And this is a program where you can find out so much more about what it is that's happening to your body and how you can take over the responsibility and spread it to your friends. Give the information away so you get more information. We learned long ago, if you want something, give away what you want. Yes, many of us are probably broke, so give away hugs. (laughs) Give away love. Give away other things. Uh, They have a TV program where Jethro and uh, they have a, what is it, the hillbillies, whatever they were, Beverly Hillbillies, heard that line, give away your money and stuff like that. So they were throwing it out 10 of the 10th floor window so a lot of people would get money until someone stopped them and said that isn't exactly what they were saying. However it is, <laughs> give away your love, give away your energy, give to others so that they can get back to you. Pay it forward. i got to tell you, I do little things, and I'm, it's not about bragging what I'm saying, but I do little things and help people whenever they need it, et cetera, et cetera. And when I need something, damn, I've got it. I, I, I just can't, mm-hmm. but I pay it forward. So pay it forward and practice the golden rule. And it is time for us to close, so we're going to do our wonderful hug to our account, our own household, our neighbors, our community, our city, our county, and then go into the state. But gather up all that love that's out there and want the answers. There are and answers for all of us. So and we'll send, send a special to Elaine, too. And a special to Elaine, Elaine and a special to Jerry and Gerald. Yes. Because they're doing, going into a new lifestyle. And may it work for them. They're wonderful people, and we'd love to have them on with us. So let us put those our arms out, and let's do an E. You smile when you say it. You say E with a smile. That's from our gal, Patty Cliff. She's with us every Friday. So arms out on the count of three. One, two, three. E. All right, gang, we're getting there. We got the energy spread out. Let's give it back to everybody in our lives. Spread it around. I'm going to turn the recording off. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.